check, check. Mic check. Presented by Empire. On Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Thursday, July 24th, 2014. This is the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Coming at you. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. It's noon Pacific. Taking your calls. Talking to Wygant, talking to Thomas about Washougal, maybe touch on Millville. Looking ahead to Washougal, though, my favorite race of the year. I love the Pacific Northwest. Love the weather up there. Love everything about the track, uh, except for maybe the sight lines, but uh, fantastic place. I've even spun some laps myself at Washougal, and uh, it's it's a nice track. It's a good place. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Why don't you? Let, let us know what's on your mind. Fly race and designing designing it racewear to complement and matters natural movements on the bike. No unnecessary distraction, straightforward, no nonsense function, fit and style. 2015 fly stuff out now. Check out the web, website flyracing.com and uh, they make much more than gear, helmets, and casual wear, by the way. Check them out. Uh, bike stands, loading ramps, tie downs, handlebars, grips, levers, and more. Shorty, Kennard, Gurky, Albertson, Antonap, just a few of the uh, guys out there that wear fly racing and. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get you guys to uh, have some fun today. Talk some moto. Also, of course, NFAB. JGR Toyota NFAB Yamaha with Nicoletti, Grant, and Brayton. On the tracker, on the trail, the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories are NFAB. From step systems to light mounting solutions to bumpers and Jeep stuff, NFAB has your Jeep truck or SUV covered. They do not have your original line covered as of yet, but they're working on it, I assure you. Proudly made in Houston, Texas, USA, delivering the finest quality products. To visit more, to learn more, visit n-fab.com. Thanks uh, for those guys for making this show happen. And uh, thank you, everybody, for who's tuning in. If you're just listening to the Pulp MX show on Monday nights and you've come over to check out this little show, we appreciate it. A uh, little different deal than uh, the Pulp show, but you'll, you'll find that out. Hey, uh, I'm Steve Mathis. I don't know if I said that, as usual, uh, producing the show, taking your calls, handling things behind the scenes. Uh, he was gone last Thursday, uh, but he's back, and back better than ever. The Tits Legendary Tits, what's up? Better than ever. I don't know about that. I do. One to ten. Uh huh. Biggest regret of your life. Go missing on. Ryan Dungey on the Pulp and Mech show. Yeah, obviously I wouldn't have been here for the show, but no, it was it was but. my it was my vacation week with very very limited service. Um, it took me two days to download the show. You have you have so you demand such high audio quality that mm-hmm. your shows are ginormous in file size. Two days I was in suspense. What did he say? Waiting. Did he talk about me? Oh, man. How did Mathis get along I with was, him? I was hoping right. you were going to bring it up. You're going to be like, hey, I don't know if you remember all this, that you were going to breach. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to 
hold you to it later on. One, you know, now that you've, right. I know you said you're yeah. like a scared little kitten. You know, you're trying to, trying you don't to get him off yet. Yeah, yep. trying to get back up. I'm gonna give you one, maybe two more shows, depending on how long it takes for you to get him back on. Um, if it's not breached and this thing, whole thing isn't ironed out, I'm gonna be very upset. I may quit. We're not gonna get him on in one or two weeks. No, 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 not one or two weeks. One or two more shows. Oh yeah, yeah. What? Right, of him, how time's him yeah. coming on? Right, right. That may be six years from now before he comes on two more times. But he was good. Dunge was good. He was good, good interaction, laughing. Yeah. Ha ha ha! I'm laughing. Yeah. Ha ha ha! He was a little worried when he started taking take phone calls. calls. He said that, and I feel rightfully so because as Sinjin later on said, I wanted to call and just mother f this guy. Blah blah. I was thinking, oh man. We wouldn't let that happen. We wouldn't let that happen. He's pretty good at tricking people into thinking he's other people. <laughs> That's a good it point. could happen. It's a good point. It could happen. But uh, 702-586-7857, maybe Ryan Dungey will one day be on this show, the Fly Racing Moto 60 show, or the Pulp Show again. We'll see. But I said to him at the end, uh, let's do this again, not make said, it as long. Yeah, hopefully it won't yeah, be so long. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, right. Right. Yeah. Right. He, was, he was happy. <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> His confetti started falling down. All good things. Uh, and then the internet was cool with him, too. Yeah. So. Dungeon! Yeah, it's fantastic. All right, hey, uh, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, we are giving away a Fly Kinetic helmet. Only the trick is, there's a little bit of a trick. We're going to, uh, you have to call in to win. We're going to just pick a random caller. You don't just win a Fly Kinetic Pro Replica or helmet. You win a Fly Kinetic Pro Replica helmet, either Shorty or Canard. You have to choose. I myself would go with shorts helmet, but Canard's is certainly nice too. Canard is the Miami Dolphin uh, color version, and Canard, and Shorty's is red with some gray and some black, very foreboding uh, helmet. But uh, poly alloy shell, dual density EPS liner, quick snap removable liner, uh, aluminum visor, hardware, big vents on it, and uh, yeah, exactly. Kinetic pro replica helmet, Shorty or Canard. We are going to give it away to a random caller here on the pulp uh, here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's all you got to do. That's it. Just, uh, listen and we'll pick a question and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, let you talk. So, uh, let's get to the phone lines right now before we get to our first guest. Uh, Raining Yellow, what's going on, man? If, if you don't wear Oakley, you ain't going to win. Uh, I would think. Or X-Brand. X-Brands, bro. That's what I'm saying. Hey, uh, so no stew this weekend, huh? Well, not officially, unless I missed something, but, uh, not officially. But uh, I don't think he'll be there. No, I. From what I hear, from what I gather, I do not think James Stewart will be at Washougal. Right, right. Um, more so than than the stuff going on in James' head, I think it's safe to say Eli Tomac is more so in Kenny Roxon's head. You think? Oh, I know. Well, okay, Randy Yellow. Uh, Tomac came back at Muddy Creek. Roxon spanked him at Redbud. Roxon beat him. At uh, Bud's Creek, Roxon beat him, although barely, in that second moto. So, Tomac got him at Millville, and great ride by Eli Tomac. But I don't know if I'd say start saying that he's in his head. Well, it's better than being in his pants. Great comeback. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, all, you needed to, all you needed to do there was go, yeah, but still. And you would have been yeah, perfect. But, uh, hey, more so, though, I, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Eli. He seems kind of uh, arrogant. But really? I gotta say, I'm sick of seeing the guy's dad. No other. It's always showing his dad. His, well, uh, it's not like John Tomac goes and says, "Hey, it's ca- hey, cameraman, come and shoot me." Hey, cameraman. Oh, I and, know. You know, it's not his fault. I, I get what you're saying, and we made fun of that for a long time on the Racer X podcasts, talking Good. about, "Oh, did you hear about his dad? His dad's gnarly. This and that." 
Uh, oh, yeah, I remember you guys saying that. Oh, yeah, yeah that's gnarly. That's gnarly. Because that was so, so many people were bringing that up when Eli turned pro. It was ridiculous. It got to a point where, you know, I had, I had somebody yep. in the industry tell me that we need to do a story on John, Tom, John Tomac because nobody maybe realizes how gnarly he is. And I about burst right. out laughing because I'm like, what are you no talking cares. about? We've covered the John Tomac angle. Everybody, everybody knows John Tomac, who he was, who he is, how, how gnarly he was. Like I'm like, how, how, what do you mean we haven't covered this? What do you mean this needs to be covered? So absolutely. Uh, hey, uh, but yeah, he's. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think he lies in his head, bro. I okay, don't. I like. Uh, I like his Alpine Stars gear. He's got his own thing going on. So I'm gonna pull for him. Uh, I like Kenny too, but he's not American. I hate to say it. That really matters but, um, to you. That really matters to you. No, no, because my favorite talk show host is Canadian. So who's that? All that matters. Who's that? Uh, Pulp and Max. Oh, talk show. Internet radio. Talk show. Radio show. Okay, uh, last thing I'll say is, uh, I don't know if you know that I'm a short, short man. Ladies don't want a short, short man, but I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it would only be fitting if I had Andrew Short's helmet. Oh. Uh, Was that good? No, it's terrible, and you love Seven Gear. We would not That's give true. you a, a, a fly racing helmet. You have... You have pledged your allegiance to uh, Seven Gear, and that's fine, and that's fine, but you're not getting a fly helmet. That's it. Fair enough. They need a Bell helmet. Bell helmet needs to make a Seven helmet. I'm not a big fan of the Troy Lee one. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Larry. Thank you. All right. Take it easy. All right. Sorry about James. All right, everybody. Let's get to our next guest, uh, our first guest uh, on the line today. Uh, he is RaceRex online editor. He is going to Washougal this weekend. He is Washougal. Jason Wagamp. Was that rainy yellow again? Yes. Yes. Three consecutive times I've been on this show. I think it's three out of four weeks, and he has been the guy on before me. Does tits, he have a special phone line? Tits, I think he calls at the, right at the beginning of every show. Every, every Thursday, yes, yeah. uh, before the show starts. Some, he, you know, rainy yellow has his haters. I don't mind him. He's a passionate fan. That's okay. Nothing wrong with being passionate fans. I'm pumped that rainy yellow around. I'm just questioning the randomness. Right. The phone right. light up, and it's the same guy at the same time every yeah. week. Yeah. Oh. Is this on tits or whose problem is this? It's on tits. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's tits' problem. Hey, Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. Uh, short flight for you this week, too, Wygant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, going from Charlotte to um, Portland. <laughs> and then uh, at some point, i got to figure out a way to get to Tennessee as well for Loretta Lynn. So oh. it's always one of the best parts of the year. Oh, yeah. You'll be out of action all next week, Loretta Lynn's Amateur Nationals. You will not be getting me on this show. You might have to have um, Rainy Yellow on for that first half hour. <laughs> he can host it, and we can talk about James Stewart. Uh, yeah. Let's you and I talk about James Stewart. I've heard he's not going to be there. What do you know? What do you hear? Yeah, I heard he's not going to be there, and uh, this is how the world works nowadays. I first heard about this when someone texted me and said, the Yoshimura Suzuki truck has been spotted headed south on I-15, away from Portland. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I, I did get confirmation. I, I believe he is not racing this weekend, and the rig will not be there. But that's not really the news. The news would be why he's not racing. Yes. Um, there is now a very convenient out, since there was an issue of some pretty much undetermined sort uh, last weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. a big difference between he hit his head or he's dizzy or he's got a physical ailment problem and he can't race because of that, as opposed to he's not allowed to race at all because he's been... Uh, banned for performance-enhancing drugs. So I bet you we won't know the answer. I bet you he won't be there, and we won't be able to get an actual answer as to why. Well, 
it is our sport for sure, so maybe you're right. But at some point, Yoshimura Suzuki has to address this, right? Uh, well, yeah, I think they can address it this weekend, though, and say that it all dates back no, to what happened last yeah, weekend. But, I mean, I mean, at Unadilla, they We have really to. won't know, because they can just say whatever they want. But at Unadilla, they have to address this. At some point, if, <laughs> right. if, if it is, if it is the performance dancing drugs ban, then at some point it has to be addressed. But right. we don't know if it is. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, it's really hard to say. No, um, I just mean, like, they have to address why he's not going to be at Unadilla either. If it, if it is physical, then they're going to say that. And, yeah. if it, and if it's physical, if it's not physical and they say it is, well, shame on them. Because it'll get out. Because uh, the truth will get out. Yeah, I, I think so. It, it would get out because, obviously, they're not entirely in control of this message no, when you have no. uh, an organization behind it. And I know that the elephant in the room is that everyone's thinking, well, we do already know because it's your organization that you work for that's deciding this. <laughs> right. But it really isn't because it's WADA, uh, first of all, and the way that you saw it, it. Here's another difference I've discovered within two um, um, testing groups. The FIN said, we want the information to run through us. We will put out the press releases. We will put out the penalties. Uh-huh. I think that means they decide the penalties. The way USADA's deal is set up with MX Sports is that it's strictly between USADA and the athlete. Uh, MX Sports has no say in it, which I think is probably the more fair way to do it. That's why you do well, it that way. And this is why I've been saying there's going to be no penalties or very light penalties, and I've been laughed at. And I could still be wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. But the fact yep. that you just said the FIM wants to control this, that is why I'm still, because FIM and Feld, and they need James, and they want James, and et cetera, et cetera, this is why I believe James will end up with a relatively slap on the wrist for whatever happens. I guess we'll right, see. The MX, on the MX Sports side, mm-hmm. they essentially won't know what happened in any of these tests mm-hmm. unless someone fails, and then they would eventually obviously be contacted and say, hey, this is going to be the penalty. This yeah. guy can't race, or you have to remove his results, or whatever. But basically, if there's a test, which there has been tests, and everyone passes, they're not told anything. Mm-hmm. So from what I hear, even the MX Sports people are trying to figure out well, where are we at? Are we just waiting, or is it over? <laughs> Somebody going to tell us? <laughs> yeah, well, I know it sounds ridiculous that, oh, how could they be that far in the dark? But if you think about the way USADA would want this to be set up, the only way to truly prevent what you're fearing is going to happen mm-hmm. is to completely remove the sanctioning body in every way, shape, or form from this process. Yes. Between us and the athlete, and then when it's all done, we will then contact the sanctioning body and say, don't let them race this weekend. Right. But until then, you're not even allowed to know what's happening, so you can't influence it. Yeah. Yeah, should be interesting. Should be interesting. I just yeah. Hope- one other difference, by the way, uh, is also because MX Sports and the USADA deal came together so late. The the rules on the timing of this therapeutic use exemption are different. Um, so I believe it's possible that James could fail one test and pass the other, not because he didn't have the same substance, but because the rules of getting exempted for it are different. Are different, different um, exemptions, right? Yeah, I know you're trying to speed it up here, but it comes down to they didn't really announce the USADA thing until like a week or so before Glen Helen which is really too late. Mm-hmm. You can't require people to have things on file, say, yeah. a month in advance when they didn't even know it was coming. Right. So you're allowed to do stuff retroactively. You're allowed to tell people stuff, you know, as it's happening. Or with the WADA test, it's like you either have it done ahead of time or you're done. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, you've, been, you've done a lot of work on this, Wagon. I think you're, you're on this thing. You've talked to a lot of the right people, and you know what's going on, at least as much as you can anyway. So I- Yeah, but I'm still kind of upset about it. I mean, what, what, the reason I'm on it is because I'm on flights or I'm in the pits every weekend and people are just raking my bosses up over the coals <laughs> saying that they know what's happening. 
Everyone is sweeping this under the rug. That's how this sport works. And you know what? They might have a point at some point. But as of now, they're at least legitimate answers. Yeah. But um, if nothing happens at all, I, I mean, that's pretty I, bad. I got wagers. I got cash money on the line with two people that James will not miss a race in 2015. So, wow. Yeah, I just well, – I just Any races because of this. Yeah, because of this, right? Yeah, no, 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 not yeah. not uh, not in general. Because of this, I just I've been around. I don't have a lot of faith. Uh, you telling me yep. the FIM wants to control things scares me even more. And yep. this and that. I, the people who say that the Adderall and the uh, ADD doesn't help anybody race a dirt bike, I don't know okay. the answer. But people smarter yeah. than me have said it does. So that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line to me. It's banned for a reason, yes, right? Yes. Why it's, would they? If they don't think it helps, right. why would they even care? And these are smart people. These aren't you and I. No, no, no. These, 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 if you read through this code, you're like, man, this thing has gone through the washing machine a lot. They've figured out all the ins and outs, all right. the reasons, all the scenarios. Yeah. Everything in these codes is there for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's let's move on a little bit. Uh, Washugal. I say Washugal. You say what? You think of what? Um, I'm going to say beautiful trees and scenery, because okay. I think what most people nowadays say is slippery dirt, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be a negative guy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's my, fav- good. It's my favorite race of the year. It's my favorite national year. Really? Yeah, I love it. Had a lot of those lately. Had a lot of favorites. <laughs> Shut up, tits. I hear you laughing. Uh, a lot of Millville's the best track, but Washougal's the best national. What? I love it. First of all, you you conveniently forgot about you also had Colorado on this. Colorado is sneaky underrated. Coming up from the from the back, coming up, just just people need to be, people need to go there. People need to see it. You are saying Washougal is the best. No, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. Your personal favorite. It's my personal favorite. Is it possible to have Colorado as sneaky good up and coming? Yep. Redbud as the best. Millville as the best track. And Washougal as your personal favorite. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, okay. because nobody will say that Washougal is the best track. I don't think, anyways. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, probably not. No, but I don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. I love the Pacific Northwest. The weather's usually bitching. The tra- trees are green. Scenery's great. Nice little coffee huts they got up there. So it is probably the nicest place to go. I mean, my wife can't go this year because she's seven months pregnant and she is bummed. We go there every year. We take the trek from yes, the East Coast to that. Mm-hmm. We don't go to Muddy Creek. We go yeah. to Bud's Creek. Right. Bud's Creek got some cool stuff around there. But that's the point. That's how nice this place is. Yeah. Um. So, okay, so last year, 250 class, Tomac goes 1-1, Roxon goes 2-2, Villapoto goes 2-1, some guy named Villapoto, Dunge goes 1-2. It's not hard to see, to think that we're going to see the 250 results from last year now be the 450 results this year. I mean, you I know, can see it. I, we, we need to start, we need to, I realize this, we need to start a fund, put a dollar in the bucket, and donate to charity. Every time we go into a race weekend, someone's saying, now it's time for Dungey to step up. This is the weekend. He's got to start getting some wins. Now it's time. Because mm-hmm. Dungey is always there and always close. But as far as winning, it's always, all right, he's right there on the points. This is when he's got to go on the tack. He's got to start getting wins. I mean, here we are again. Mm-hmm. He's in the hunt. He's won two motos this year, I think. Uh, three. Three motos. Buds. He's won three motos. Glenn Helen, Buds, and... Another one, Muddy Creek. Yeah, Muddy Creek second so, moto, right? Or first moto? Sorry, um, Muddy Creek first moto. 
Yes, that's right. Okay, so three motos, he's won all year. So same thing. Supercross, he won one race, I think. Yep. So that's my point. He's always there. You want him to get up there so you can make this thing close. So every week it's the, this is the week Dunge needs a port on a win. This is it. This is the week. <laughs> so here we are again. This is the week. Yeah. Dunge needs to win this one. He needs to get some wins. Yeah. Uh, Dunge is my guy. We're bros. You I know? know. I know you're tight. Yeah, we're tight. I, this mm-hmm. thing's this thing's over, man. He's not he 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 he's not going to do it. I mean, really? I I, I don't think it right now. Yeah, no, I I don't I don't like him to 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 win this title. I, if he couldn't go one one at Millville, and he needed to do that, I mean, how's you know? He needed to get it. He needed he needed to get the win. He did. He did. And he needed he, it, and he couldn't do it. And it's very this weekend. He needs to get it. Yeah, right. Um. This, this Kenny Roxon second half thing, I wrote about in observations. We looked at it on, on RacerX Online. Is there, are we, do we need to be worried? His three straight motos that uh, are so-so, I mean, we have, 95% of the riders in the world would love to have those last three motos he's had. But, uh, yes, but, I uh, think there is something to it. Is there something? Should we be like, eh? Uh, yeah, I yep. think so. And that's the only reason I won't totally agree with you. I mean, at no point has this title except for maybe after the second moto at Glen Helen. So that's after one day of racing. But at no point has this title been Dungey. It has been Roxon. Mm-hmm. He's yep. been the better guy. Yep. So I know what you're saying. The only reason I'm not saying Dungey is going to get it done like you are is because this second half thing, I did not think this would happen again. But I'm just looking at how it's worked, and it has been precisely... I mean, he went from at Redbud, his best ride of the year, to now his two worst. I mean, precisely on the dot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be a coincidence, right? But it's really—it's hard to stare those stats in the face. He goes one-one this weekend. Obviously, it was just a thing. Yeah. But until he proves otherwise, you got to think about you it. You got to think about it. I, th- I agree. So that gives Dungey a fighting chance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, it goes back to uh, my, my my buddy Jeff Emmy, who always says you take momentum over points. If Kenny all of a sudden is just struggling, you don't see guys getting second, thirds, fourths over the entire second half of the year, and back into a right. title. It never works. It never, ever, ever works. That's why I don't like that math. If I remember Washugo last year, 250s, Eli, Eli went 1-1, Roxon went 2-2, and I think Eli crushed it. I think he was way out in front, wasn't he? Both motos? Well, I don't remember a lot him. of people, I think, have remember that Roxon crashed at Millville. Yeah. And say that he threw the title away, but it was the same thing. In the first half of the year, Roxon was the better rider, moto in, moto out. And second half of the year, Tomac was a better rider, moto in, moto out. Yes, that crash helped Tomac in the points, mm-hmm. but he was going faster than them in every moto anyway. And that's my point. Like once you get to that level, mm-hmm. everything else just starts falling into place. Yeah. So yeah, totally. Tomac was unbeatable second half of the year practically. Yeah, yeah. He and he, I think he was good. So I maybe Tomac does another double this weekend in four fifties. I mean, confidence got to be high. Um, you know, rode well on the track. It is a tricky track. It's not easy. You got to kind of know what's going on. One of the guys that knows what's going on is Muscan. He'll be good. Um, Pike will be good. These guys know this dirt and this track a little bit. Why not, Eli? You know, why not? Can he, why can't he win again? I, all I know is Dungey needs to get one. <laughs> he needs to get a win. And, You're going to hear that a lot over the next four weeks. And Tomac's dad is gnarly. Tomac's dad is gnarly. Man, this is a huge. This changes everything. This is. I know it's only one win, and sometimes just wins are just wins. But this is bigger. I mean, you could go back just a few weeks ago. Let, let, okay, we're at Red Bud. Stewart now struggling under PED troubles. Panic button nearing pressed for Reed. Uh, Villapoto at the race. All rumors swirling that he will not be racing in the United States next year. And Roxon kicking ass. 
it was like, oh, it's done. It's mm-hmm. already, Boston mm-hmm. will be the dominant guy for the next five years. It's over. We just saw it happen. Tomac coming in and winning one single race completely changes everything. Well, it, it doesn't Don't you think? It doesn't completely change it, but it does. To go 1-1 one, one, and the way he did it, hunting down Kenny in the first moto, taking off in the second moto, getting caught in the second moto, and then being like, oh, I got to go. And it was hot, and it was rough. It does change things, absolutely. It's not like it was. Uh, this is it. It's Kenny's world. He's taking over. He's right. the guy. He's only twenty. He's already winning. Who's going to beat him? Who's going to beat him? Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry about five. We forgot. Tim Ferry retired. It's a long time ago. We don't know who's going to beat him. It's true. I know uh, we were saying the same thing about uh, him beating Villapoto in Supercross. Absolutely. Hey, let's take some phone calls. The lines are jammed. Yep. Uh, we got uh, Missy. How are you? Thanks for calling the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. Hey, how are you doing? Good, thanks for calling. I still root for Dungey, but that's not why I'm calling. Okay. Um, hey, I wondered, I've seen that the Supercross schedule and the Arena Cross schedule are on the same uh, weekend in May for uh, the last, mm-hmm, for Vegas. The last Supercross. Yep. And uh, I was wondering if the motorcycle industry, like, plans that, because I know last year there was an Enduro Cross out there, and they had the AI what is it, the AIM Expo going on in Florida at the same time. Mm-hmm. just wondering if these people get together and think, well, this is the same audience, or do they plan it this way? Uh, definitely they plan it that way. Feld putting the arena cross on Friday night at South Point in Vegas, that's their plan to crush Endurocross. That's what their plan is. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> okay. And I don't know if the Endurocross stays away or if they if – they, what do you think, Weege? You know the Endurocross guys. Do they, do they get scared? Yeah, I bet you they don't race there. I really don't. Yeah. Really, I really think they don't. I, and for a couple reasons, they have been doing two enduro crosses a year in Vegas for a long time, and I think they're cutting that to one anyway. They No, they only so, had one last year. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, they, they went from two for a long time to one last year. So I think they're already headed in that direction. So it's like, well, we'll just hold ours at some other random time. Coincidentally, we swear. Yeah, coincidentally, exactly. But, right. uh, yeah, Missy, and then the AIM show being the same weekend as the Monster Cup, and it is again this year. That's not that's that's really shitty planning by people who are smart. That is. I don't understand what went on there. Wygant didn't even go to the Monster Cup last year. He had to go to that stupid Orlando show. So that's true. Uh, I, I don't mean to leave the word stupid, then, out, but I did go. <laughs> well, this it's, year Daytona was like the same weekend as the GNCC or a week apart, like very close. So I thought that was great planning. Yeah. Um. So that you could have it, you had Daytona down there going on with Bike Week, and you had. Um, the GNCC, and then you had Supercross. So if you were a fan, it was great. You right. could go down, spend the week, right. see all these things. And I just, I just wonder if there's that like... that one is on purpose. Yeah, that's yeah, on purpose, purpose, for sure. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right, thanks, yeah. Missy. Thank you. Thank you. Good good points raised there by Missy. Uh, no, they are. I mean, yeah. if people don't realize that it doesn't, none of that happens in an accident, and you can't feel sympathy for the Enduro Cross people because Supercross would say, hey, you were just siphoning our crowd. On our, you, we didn't tell you to come into Vegas in the same weekend we were there, so now we're going to kick you out. <laughs> uh, let's go to Chris. Chris, what's up? You want to talk about Eli Tomac? Yeah, hey, with, um, you know, there was a talk about him in Kawasaki, especially with RV right now. Is there, like, still talk with that? You know, they're used to winning and stuff, and they got to get another marquee guy, it seems how. I you think. Know, and Roxon are pretty much going to be the guys moving forward. I've heard it from a couple of uh, insider guys that Tomac will be at Cowie next year. But I talked to the owners at Geico, and they're like, nope, he's, he's locked in, he's loaded, he's not going anywhere. 
But Chris, you make a good point. If RV hangs it up and it looks like that, Cowie's going to go into a season with a David Millsaps who hasn't ridden a year and a half, and I don't know who. There's not a lot of guys left. It's Monster Energy, Monster Energy Supercross Series. Are they really going to show up with uh, David Millsaps and Brett Metcalf? No offense to those guys. Uh, or do they – contracts are made to be broken in this sport? Does Eli somehow figure it out? I don't know. Yeah. But the Geico guys are adamant that he is not going anywhere. Listen, they so. Me and my boys, Steve Edwards and Erica, finally all qualified for four. You are on our way to Loretta's right now. So uh, yeah. we're going to party with you at the beer tent next week. Um, name a day, because I'll be there pretty much every night. So you just let me know. So will we. We'll, we'll, don't worry. We'll, we'll hunt you down. We'll make sure you don't uh, destroy just, uh, amateur racing single-handedly. Yeah, he tries to do bring, that. Bring, uh, bring money, because you'll be buying. So, <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right, thank you. Uh, Josh, what's going on, man? No, wait, not Josh. Chris! Yeah. What's up, man? Hey, just wanted to find out what you think or if any of the riders are changing the mapping on their bikes all with the ability to move the, the power around and watch Google notoriously slippery. Do you think anyone's messing with that or do they just find a setting that they know and stick with it and then change other things? Oh, no, they're, 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 yeah, they're messing, they're messing with it. Every, every race, every practice they are. Um, you know, they used to be able to do it with flywheels and there's still some flywheel changing going on that I see, but not, not nearly as much as I used to. It's ignition mapping. Try, try to, uh, you know, try to tame the hit a little bit, try to smooth out the power cause it is a slippery track. So absolutely. So it's like, like car racing. As soon as they come off the track, they got to engineer up with the computer and yep. downloading all the info and, and yeah. recording all that stuff. Yeah. And, and I've, I've seen it done on almost all teams after every practice. Um, downloading it, looking at it, may not make any changes, may be making changes. You don't really know that part, but no, it's uh, it's done for sure. So, all right, good deal. Thanks, Chris. All right, have a good one. All right, Neil, what's happening? Well, since you guys already answered my other question, I figured I'll just ask Weege who he gets more, or who gives him a worse hangover, Moser or Tomo. Uh, I have to say, this is going to really hurt Moser, and he'll have to be put to the test this weekend. But uh, it was Tomo uh, two weeks ago. I mean, that was all time. It was terrible. Tomo can, Tomo can lay him down, it seems like. Well, he's Australian. Uh, he's one of our super fans. He's Australian. If you know anything about any of the Aussies, they'll follow this thing. So they're a pretty hardy group. I had to go. I had to, I hung out with him on Sunday, and then I had to fly to California Monday morning to do an Endurocross TV show in Corona. And I was, like, going. So I stayed up all night pretty much. And I went through the whole process of, like, hammered, sober, hungover, not sure where I was. It was not, it was not good to live that all. Like, normally you can sleep through some of it, but I didn't have a chance to do that. So he's the winner right now. Moser it's, falls in your court. Yeah, it's a miracle. Ben's bike stayed together for Josh. It was how drunk all those guys seemed to get every time I'm around. <laughs> Mathis, I don't know. Is this true? Is that the mark of a good mechanic? Because some of the best in the business. Have been able to roll strong, yeah. party, do whatever, and then, but the bike doesn't break. Yeah, I've seen some epic, epic mechanic, big name guys just out all night. I struggled. I made some. I made. I made a couple of mistakes in 1998 on a Danny Smith's Honda stuff that I I would not have made mistakes had I not been out till four in the morning. The you know the, that national morning, and so I struggled with it, man. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, so. It, it is a mark of a great mechanic, absolutely. Yep. But I thought you always made mechanic, or made mistakes, Steve. 
Some would say that. I didn't make a lot of mistakes when I was winning High Point or Summercross, though, Neil. So, so what about that muffler falling off? Wasn't didn't fall off. It blew apart. Gytr quality didn't fall off. <laughs> okay, thanks, thanks, Neil. Guys. All right, see ya. Bike rat. Brilliant breaks. Brilliant breaks. <laughs> Bike rat. Yo, what's up? I wanted to uh, just ask. Uh, you guys never talk about Tomac in the sand. About how much he loves riding the sand. Or that that's like kind of his only uh, track that he has at his place. Uh, do you think that helped him in Millville? Uh, probably a little hey, I'm bit. Glad he, uh, I'm glad you brought this up because um, I mentioned a couple times on the TV show, he's from Colorado, so I think everybody assumes uh, he rides in mountains and on the rocks of the Rocky Mountains. And, you know, if anyone knows it, like that Lakewood track, they put a lot of sand on it. But for the most part, tracks up there are not sandy. But that's not even close to where he is from in Colorado. So whatever you think you know about Colorado, just erase it. That's not where Eli Tomac rides. He does ride in the sand. You're right. Yeah, he's from down near Durango, and you know, huge mountain biking thing down there. Also, he trains with Aaron Gwynn, or his dad trains Aaron Gwynn sometime. Uh, one of the top downhill mountain bikers. Wonder if you guys heard about him? Know anything about that? No, I never did, but I'm sure John's gnarly. I'm sure, this guy's gnarly too. Um, yeah, apparently Gwynn used to race motocross, but now he's uh, the best American at downhill. I stood in the sand whoops for an entire practice at Millville, and of course, very unscientific. The eye test, I call it the eye test. Um, Roxon was the fastest rider in the sand whoops. That practice, yeah. to me, doesn't mean anything. Just harder whoops, not exactly soft sand. N- nope. Uh, Germany, probably a lot harder base on stuff. And yep. I've seen Roxon's home track look pretty hard. hard no, absolutely. And also, uh, Tomac out Southwick two years ago was unreal. Unreal. Yep. So We need to send Tomac to Europe next. Big sand race and let him crush it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Josh, what's up? Hey, Steve, how are you? Good, thanks for listening to the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. No problem. Hey, I was going to say happy anniversary. You made it. Mm. What do you mean? Uh, it marks uh, the one-year anniversary for the laser gate oh, incident. Yeah, I was, I'm not protected, but I made it. I did. You made it. I did. Made it. Actually, funny you and say I, that. Funny you say that. I was looking at Washugo results from last year before the show started, just so yeah. I could, uh, you know, have things uh, to talk to Wygan and Thomas about. And I'm looking, and I'm like, Alessi, 24th. What the hell? Oh, seven six. Oh yeah, that's right. No points. Ah yes. <laughs> God, who who, who, right, who right. can? Yeah, I did, I totally forgot about it in the sense that yeah. So. Well, um, you totally have to don't have to deal with it this year. Uh, you know. Yeah. I was in Canada now, but... Yeah, good luck yeah, to um, yeah, Things are going yeah. well. So. I was going to ask, uh, I think the weather's going to hold up okay this year for Washougal, mm-hmm. uh, but if it turned into a mutter, who do you do you think it'll be different guys up front? Weege? Uh, I don't. I think that these um, the gaps we're seeing right now, the 250s could be all over the map, but the 450s, I think those guys are so far ahead, uh, it just ends up anyway. And I guess I'm talking about these four, you know, including Kennard, Tomac, Rocks, and Dunge. But I also know Dunge needs to win it. Money. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to win it. Uh, Needs to win it. Josh, you want a fly kinetic helmet? That would be great, man. Yeah. Okay. Who, who's whose replica do you want? Short or canards? Uh, let's do uh, canards. Oh, there's somebody really mad at you right now. Uh, um. Uh, okay, let me put you on hold. Tits will get your okay. information, and uh, right, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. All right, uh, Weege. Let me do some math for you. Ready? 
Mehdi? Okay, so Stu's out, and I don't know if he's coming back. So let's count him out. Uh, fourth in the points. Mehdi has 222. Grant has 218. Tomac has 168. There's, he's about 60 points back, roughly. 64 points back of Mehdi. Is he going to do it? I mean, he made. I he, at it. he made. I think he's got a shot at fourth. He does. Totally. He does. He made twenty five, twenty six points up at Millville. Obviously, with a perfect day, that's not going to happen every time. But yeah, he could do it. Yeah, it's realistic because it's the same reason why I'm like, ah, even having a twenty some point lead isn't that big. I mean, the difference between two firsts and two fifths on the day, which for Tomac and Medi or anyone in that group, anyone else, you it's, know, Tomac's trying to catch yeah, Grant Pike yeah. short. That's totally realistic scores mm-hmm. on any given day. Yeah, I mean that's that's about twenty five points right there how, in one day. Yeah, how crazy would that be if he ends up fourth and he missed the first four rounds? Yeah, yeah. Right. The only thing I'm thinking is uh, the only thing I could potentially see in the horizon. He's only won one race so far. Mm-hmm. I can see one day where just something goes wrong, and since he's not in the points, whatever. Yeah. First turn yeah. crash, he crashes again. You just right. Gets a DNF or doesn't do well. I can see that happening because he's not, he's not desperate for points. That's the only difference. No, but the, the point the point of the points that we're making is that he he really can't get fourth. It's possible. It's not crazy to think that. So yeah, I think at one point it was like, wow, he might be in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Well, that blew that one away. Yeah, it's totally realistic. Absolutely. Let's get to uh, Moser. Moser. Oh no. Hello. Hi. Oh no! Thanks for calling the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. Our our winner of the Kinetic Helmet picked picked the Canard's helmet over Shorts replica. So, do you have his home address? I can get it. Would you like to go <laughs> go follow? Go Maybe call. it's just his home phone number or right. work work phone number. Right. Um, I have some words I want to say. It's a Simeone. It's a Aaron Simeone. Uh, is that is that ring a bell or does no? that joke not get old? It doesn't. Old. It doesn't. Can I help you, Moser? Uh, yeah, I was looking for a little advice. Maybe you guys could help me out with. Okay. So, um, what kind of things does a team manager do on the weekends? And I'll write down some notes. Because, you know, I really want to do a thorough job of filling in for force this weekend. So, what do you guys, you know, being at the races every weekend, what do you think a team manager does? What do I need to be be on top of? Uh, i got a couple things that I would, I would advise you to do, specifically to Washougal, in fact. Uh, there's a brew fest Friday night in town. And I think I'm familiar with this. Go to, you, you, yeah, and you need to go to at least one, if not two, of the uh, chain of McMenamin's establishments. I recommend uh, Edgewood and maybe even staying there as your hotel. Um, yeah, Edgewood, uh, we have reservations for golf tomorrow morning, and uh, we'll definitely okay. be at Brewfest sometime during the day. So I've got those things covered. What else you got, Weech? Uh I think at that point it's pretty much going to be a blur if you hit those <laughs> two things. I don't, know what, I don't think you're going to be handing you the laptop and asking you to do the mapping. What does the team manager do, Steve? Do they do anything? Nah, they try to chase uh, super fans out of the pit. That's it. They spend a lot of time doing that. I know uh, how to ID super fans, so that should be easy enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, yeah, Forrest Butler not going to be there this weekend. I'm, I'm not sure if Michael Burns is going to be there or not. But um, they're supposed to, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So good luck with that. Moser. Yeah, so I mean, you go over practice times, talk line choice, look yep. at film, maybe. Yep. Is that burner's job? No, no, that's well, a little more burner's job. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think. I think what I'm what I'm gathering here is that a manager stands around, uh, watches people, makes sure everyone's doing their job. I I could be really good at this. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think yeah, you could. I mean, that's a, that's manager in any it, in any it, field. Yep, so seems seems like you're. Uh, the gig you really want is a racerx online manager. 
roll. I don't think yeah. I want, no, that would mean Weege is my boss, though. No, he, it, that roll's easy. Oh, that that is yeah, yeah. that is Weege. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it, it's not actually easy this weekend because I do have to rely on um, Moser himself to provide some content. So actually, my life's a living hell right now. <laughs> that's a good point. You're right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. And the this week I had to rely on Debo. Time. You think that's any better? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't. So the actually. Washington Free Press will uh, document something over the course of the weekend that will be uh, print-worthy. Actually, Moser, about 20 minutes ago while I was on this show, uh, I got a text saying that Washugal Press Day has been moved to Friday. Moser needs to be in position. Yep, so I will be there at some point. Be there. All right, thanks, Moser. we got to run. Thank right, you. See you. <laughs> see ya. All right. Uh, awesome. He's Yeah, he's awesome. one of a kind. Uh, He's the manager this weekend for BTO. I'm very excited. He is. He is. Jason Thomas. Yes. What's up? Uh, well, let's be very clear. Moser will not be in any team manager role. Oh, okay. All right. Just, just for the record. Yeah. Just uh, let's let's get that clear well, out there. At the, what right. if it were to be stated on the television show? I was talking to team manager <laughs> Corey Moser. Corey Moser. What, what um, if that as Forrest. As Forrest is watching it, uh, from I don't his, think that from, would go well. From Florida, I don't think that would go well. Uh, uh, it would be incorrect. Yeah, it would be incorrect to start with, but then I don't think it would go well past that. Okay. All right. Let I me. Think there would be a lot of yelling at your boss, and then those bosses would be yelling at you. By the way, we never did a. Well, we did do the word of the day. Yeah, we did do the word of the day for this weekend. Let's get it out here. Crown molding. Crown yep. molding is the word of the day. Well, I get. So, thanks to SwissCore for that. Um, yep. Okay, before I, before I let you go, Weege, and get on with JT and talking about Washugal, uh, a few notes. Matt Lemoyne is out. Kyle Cunningham is out. Justin Hill is out. So, uh, that's a couple notes for you fantasy dorks in the, as far as the 250 class goes. Um, let's, uh, uh, let's, let me ask you, JT, first. Uh, is, Tomac is... Uh, well, I asked you, Weege. Tomac's 60-some points down with uh, four races left. Can he get fourth in points? Can he catch Metcalf and, and Grant? I think he can. Yeah, I do. I think he can. You figure those guys are getting, on an average, you know, five, six in a moto, so they're, that's ten points a moto with, eighty, you know, eight motos to go. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, the, the chances is there. Okay. For sure. Uh, Weege, give me 722's moto scores this weekend. Adam and to now. Um, 722. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. All right, JT, what do you think? Fly Racing Zone, Adam and to now. I'm going to go 22-21. Oh, Misses uh misses out on po- on points both motos you're just killing them yeah unfortunately I've, I've been there it's not fun <laughs> all right hey Wygant thank you for coming on the fly race and moto sixty show uh good luck getting crown molding in this weekend and uh, uh and good luck with Grant Langston uh and Moser this is a collision course and need Moser. to keep those two apart yes you need to keep Moser and Langston apart that's the goal for the weekend a sober uh, Moser yeah all right thanks thanks Weech. All right, see you. Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Lots of phone calls still to get to. Jason Thomas from uh, Western Power Sports on the line. Fly Racing 2015 gear is out now. Flyracing.com. Josh won a Trey Canard kinetic helmet just for calling in. That's what we do. Nice. Last week we gave away a T-shirt and a short, but we gave away uh, shorts. We gave away uh, two pa- two packages, one to an archive guy 
and one to a live listener. So the archive people, you're not going to win a helmet this week, but we'll try to give you a prize at some point for listening to the archives. And, of course, JGR Toyota NFAB, dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Not a Ridgeline, not yet anyways. With the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories, visit n-fab.com. JT, um, we got a question right off the bat from Oliver for you. Oliver, welcome to the show. What's your question for Jason Thomas? Hey, guys. Um, before I ask my question, I just want to say I'm not going to be like that rain yell dude and big like that. I don't really like biggers. But I just want to mention that I do live in the same exact town as Andrew Short. Not a coincidence, but if I were to win a helmet, I could possibly get it signed. But I'm not, I'm not going to beg or anything. Yeah, we, we gave it away uh, already. Oh, well, but, oh, did um, yeah, we gave it away already to Josh. Um, well, I look like ass. But no, okay, well, no, no anyways, that, that's okay. Anyway, that doesn't matter. I just don't want to talk to you. Um, what town does he live in? What? What? It's small, right? What is it? it well, technically, technically, he lives in Winchester, but I live in Smithville, Texas, Smith, and that's yeah. what that's what they say he lives in. But he really lives in Winchester. Yeah, he claims Smithville. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I go, I go to a subway that his family owns like almost every day. Okay. Oh, fantastic. Subway right. Tom. Yeah, Subway Tom. Yeah. What's, um, what's the question? I just wanted to ask you all what you all think um, Reed's top finish will be next year in Supercross. Next year in Supercross, Chad Reed's top finish. What? No waffling. <laughs> is, is one a clear enough answer for you? Yeah. One? One? JT? That's what you got? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, God damn, I didn't think he could win this year. So why not? Why can't he win next year? I would have never thought he would have won this year. So the guy is like the Terminator. Wow, he's wounded right now in the outdoors. But Terminator, okay. Chad Reed, he could win. Before y'all let me go, since y'all both said one, where do y'all think he'll finish in the points? Fourth. I'm going to say third. All right. There you go. Thanks, Oliver. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. All right, see ya. Tell Subway Tom we said hello. Uh, JT, so, okay. A um, yep. couple guys in the 450 class who should do well. I mean, they're, they're, they're good riders anyways, but a couple guys to keep an eye on that with Stewart out, we think Stewart's out. Uh, this could be one more spot for a Freddie Noren or Weston Pike. Both guys ride it well. Yeah, I think uh, Weston will definitely be up there. I mean, we, you know, Weston's been running 5-6 a lot anyway, so it's not a shock. Uh, but I really do think Freddie will be right in that 5-6-7. Uh, mm-hmm. This is by far his best track, on, on paper anyway. And, uh, I mean, he's been solid. He looks really, really good. So I'm expecting a lot from both of those guys. I think, uh, I think both of them will be inside the top seven at the end of the day. Uh, really? Both of them? Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, I, I, I mean, mean, I know that's uh, when you look at the the lineup. That's tough. That's a tough, uh, yeah, tough sell. But I, I really think it's going to happen. Huh? Uh, you still upset about me claiming Millville is the best track? You, you're you're not on board with that? Not really upset. I just don't really agree. Not, not I, I think that it's it's definitely an arguable point. I just mm-hmm. uh, I'm not really on board with your your you being just 100 percent no arguing. Don't even talk about it. You're claiming Redbud. Or is there something else that's sneaky up? Yeah, I, w- I would say Redbud. Yeah, I, I still think. And, and I'm definitely open to the conversation. I just don't think, you know, it's right. far. Melville's far and away the best race or anything like that. Best track. 
best track. Um, anyways. Well, uh, I, yeah. Okay. Hey, so. I don't, I don't think so. I say Washougal. You say what's first thing that comes to your mind? Slippery, sketchy, shadowy. <laughs> the three S's? Um, yes. Yeah, it's one of those things. The dirt, the original dirt's long gone. Um, I've spun some laps in the place, too, and. Uh, it is, man. The inside of the corners get slippery. It's got sort of a silt over top of it nowadays. It's got a very hard base. I cannot tell people how many times my riders, whether it's uh, Ferry or Nick Way or Kelly Smith, came in and said, my tires are shit, or I have a flat tire. Like, that, yep. it's just, that's the feeling they get out there. Yeah, practice is uh, practice is amazing, to be completely honest. The track is really, really nice, um, but... You know, within an hour or two, all that dirt gets blown off, and there's really nothing left. You know, it's it's a riverbed when it comes down to it. Um, you know, it's the track is kind of in this trench now, all the way around, and uh, it's just down to the base, and there's not much traction, unfortunately. Getting rid of um, it. You know, rid- you can you can get around the traction. I think everybody uh, kind of figures out a way to ride it, but the shadows for me were always the, yeah. the part I hated the most. I couldn't really see the transition from sun to t- sun to shadow. Yeah. Was uh, it was tough for me? I couldn't I couldn't tell where the hell I was going. <laughs> it's that bad, huh? Yeah, it was bad for me. I don't yeah, know if right, it's the right. same for everyone, but right. I would come in in a really bright area and go to complete darkness, and I it literally was like turning the lights off until your eyes adjusted, and that took a good you know two or three seconds. Yeah, in that in that time frame, you couldn't see anything, and, so. and and you're out of that section in five five to six seconds. Yeah, it's yeah. Just not a not a comforting feeling. You right. know, the Washougal track's really fast to start with. Mm-hmm. And so you come into these shadowy areas, and, and they're usually a pretty high seat section, and it's a lot of faith, man. It's not not that much fun. You know, the the area where Jimmy Albertson knocked himself out in 2012, you come into those trees, and you can't see at all. Mm-hmm. And if there happens to be ruddy or any kind of uh, any kind of breaking bumps, it's really just you know blind leading the blind through there. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven on the Fly Race in Moto Sixty Show presented by Nfab. Jason Thomas on the line. We got him for a little bit while longer, and then we got to go. So let's take these calls. Um, Miles, what's up? Miles? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what are you doing? What's happening? What's your question? Uh, just packing up to head to Washougal. Nice. Good to hear. See you there. Yeah. You, uh, you see any pictures from that place yet? Yeah, I saw some. Yeah, I saw an Instagram video. It looks really muddy and crappy, but supposed to be 90 degrees and sunny on Saturday, so... Seems like it's going to be yeah. okay. Yeah, when you put it in. So. It'll still be a little bit muddy, though. Who do you think's got the best chance in the mud? Well, I don't think it's going to be muddy, Miles. But if it's muddy, I don't look for results to change too much. Well, All know. those guys can ride pretty good in the mud, don't you think, JT? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't think it'll – well, A, I don't think it'll be muddy. Um, yeah. I think it'll be fine by then. We're supposed to get a full day of sunshine uh, tomorrow. So as hard as that, that dirt is, it's – not really deep, you know, the, the base mm-hmm. is so hard that it's tough to really get so much mud. Uh, so I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, if anything, it'll probably just be a real slick in practice. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think it'll even be dry by then. If they go out there and work on it, um, I mean, that stuff will dry really, really quickly. All right. Thanks, All right, Ma- right Thanks Miles. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Josh. What's up? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. Thanks for calling. What's your question? Oh, actually, I was going to say first, real quick, this might actually be one of the best years for Wash Ugal with how much water they just got. Everybody up there is saying they think it's going to be super rutted just because it's literally dumped, and mm-hmm. then the next two days are supposed to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, it should be. Maybe, yeah, maybe it'll help. Exactly. You got a good point. 
So yeah, but uh, anyway, I was just wondering, hasn't Dungey only lost like once in his pro career at Washougal? Like, I don't I know. Last year was the first year in a long time he has not gotten the overall. Yeah, he split moto wins with uh, with Dun- with Villapoto and he lost the overall. Um, I don't know. I haven't. What's uh, what's Dunge's record at Washougal? JT, do you know? Um, I think it's good? pretty good. I don't know specifically, but I know he's won there a lot. He actually, you know, he beat Villapoto, uh, which yeah. was the you know big thing. Villapoto lost his home race, but okay, uh, I think this track suits suits Dungey pretty well because of the. Uh, his his style, his corner speed and things, he doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't do a lot of starting and stopping in the turns, which is uh, pretty important for Washougal. So um, I think he'll be good. I, I expect him to, to come out and, uh, you know, he, he's he's Ryan Dungy, so he's going to be near the front. But he really needs to get out there and win if he wants to, you know, make a serious run at this thing. You know what, Josh? What? Ryan Dungy lost his very first year there, got a third. He got a second last year. He's won every other year. So, 08, yeah, I was going to say, I knew yeah. that his record was really 08, good there. 08, 09, 2010, yeah. 2011, 2012, and he lost last year. So, yeah, he's yeah. he's uh, looks like he's a uh, 5-2 career at Washington. Yeah, that was the only thing I was thinking. Maybe, you know, you, you guys have been talking about how he needs to get on a run. I mean, he does. Washougal's a good track for him. So Yeah, no, he does. Good point. Thanks for calling, man. Yeah, have a good day. Thank you. Uh, yeah, good. Dungey's got to make something happen. You know, if he didn't win, I told Weege, if he didn't win Millville, I don't know. I don't like his chances. He had to win there. Why guy was making fun of me, but because anything can happen. But I mean, he needed well, that I think win. If, I think. I think if he does win, um, you look at what the potential points could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if he goes out and wins that that first moto, um, you know, he makes up. He would have made up uh, quite a few points, and then in that second moto, he could have made up seven more. So. Yeah. Completely different picture going into this weekend than it, than it was. So yeah, I, I think it was definitely a lost opportunity. Um, Two fifty class, boy. If there's one that Porcel's going to win, it could be this one. It could be. Um, you know, I we've said that a few times though, and I think you know Dilla is still one that he could win. Uh, but honestly, he's uh, he's got to figure out you know how to put both motos together and hold these guys off. You know, the the one-lap speed is not the problem. It's 70 minutes of being the best guy. That's That's been the problem. So Are you, ju- you sound like we'll you're see. Ju- you I, sound I haven't like- I haven't seen anything from him that would that would make me think, oh, he's ready to win one yet. You know, I, I think there's been someone better well, than him every time out there. Okay, he's going to get the start. It's a hard track to pass on. It takes throttle control. It's not balls out. Mm-hmm. Weather's going to be decent. You know, nothing too taxing. Going to get the start. Hard to get by. Yeah, I mean, we could have said that for a lot of races this year. I just uh, mm, Washougal's hard to pass. I'm not, though. I'm not sold on him winning yet. You sound like you're off the wagon. I'm not off the wagon from doing well. I'm a little bit off the wagon of him winning. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it should be interesting. Jeremy Martin went twenty four seventeen there last year, or twenty four twelve. One of those two. Can't read my own writing. So he struggled. I don't remember what happened. Baggett uh, struggled last year. I think his bike blew up last year. Um, so Tomac went one one, Roxon went two two. Those guys are now moved up. Uh, Kenny Marvin Muscan was third three four, and this is a good track for Marvin, and he's coming off a good race at Millville. Could be could do some damage. Yeah, I think I think Marvin will definitely be in the conversation to to win one. I, I think actually think that Marvin would be more likely to win than than Purcell, just from what I've seen late in the motos. Um, I think that's you know Marvin's pretty strong and. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he can get up there on the starts, it would not surprise me at all to see Marvin pick up his first win. 
Okay, so your team owner, you have you have Bogle and Anderson. You can sign one of those guys for next year. They're both up. There's four points difference between them outdoors right now. Anderson has a moto win. Bogle's probably been a bit more consistent. Which guy do you take? Uh, I think I'd have to take Anderson. Uh, his Supercross year was really good. And I'm not I, obviously Bogle had a great one Bogle, as well. Yeah, but Bogle uh, won also. I understand, but it was a completely different dynamic, in my opinion. Um, okay. You look at those two championships, and I, I think that Anderson's carries a lot more weight. So uh, you look at Anderson's kind of rise, and he's he's even coming on strong the last couple of weeks. So I don't, definitely nothing against Bogle. He's having by far the best year of his you know young career. But uh, I really like what Anderson's done this year. I think I take Bogle. Tits, you take Anderson? I was nodding my head, yeah. I know you were. I know, yep. Surprised you still pay attention to the show, but it may not look like it. Yeah. But I am, I am. But you take Anderson because mm-hmm. he's on KTM like Ryan Dungey. That's the only reason. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for your. You input. put Bogle on a KTM, and that's yeah. who I would take. Great. Thanks for your input. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess you can't go what, wrong. What's with... your reasoning for uh, Bogle? I just like what Bogle's doing right now. Anderson. Anderson Compared was great. To what Anderson's doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I don't know, <laughs> man. I just. Uh, Bogle's got that certain something to me. Won a title, just like Anderson. I don't know. You can't go yeah, wrong with I, either guy. Do you really? Do you really look at those titles exactly the same? Just what they had, who they had to beat, what they had to go through, the way they won. Because I, I just don't. No, I don't. I, I feel like the Bogle. Record, the record I don't want to say that. backed into his because that's not fair. Right. But he certainly wasn't anywhere. You know, if you would have told me leaving. Uh, Dallas or one of the first few rounds that he was going to win the title, I would have laughed at you. And I think I did laugh. But uh, <laughs> yeah. so I just don't look at those right. titles the same way. Um, with with Martin's point lead, points lead right now, Baggett's terrible Millville. Uh, Webb did want to win a moto, but poor first moto. Martin's got this thing on lock, huh? I mean, he's going to have Certainly, to screw up. Uh, he's going to have to, disaster he's gonna have to screw up more than one moto. He's going to have to have yeah. two disasters yeah. to, to really, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he's got this thing. But you know, that's that's why they care. They have the races. I mean, it's happened yeah. to to bag it twice now. You know, he's DNF two motos, so mm-hmm. uh, one one uh, mishap, and it's uh, at least interesting again. Uh, off track news: Cincerello looks like he broke a fib. Uh, tweeted that out today. So uh, he wasn't going to race anyways, but this put a this put a final cough nail in the coffin of him coming back this year. And right. Baggett's blown up two bikes is there is there a little little question about pro circuit these days you know it's weird because it's been it's been different issues every time you know they've had some electrical issues they've had some engine problems um but it is strange and this you know of all the teams you would think would be rock solid and and mm-hmm. have their their r&d and and reliability you would think it would be pro circuit but uh you know i'm sure it doesn't sit well with them just not going their way, you know. Unfortunately, it just goes that way sometimes. So it is strange. I, I completely agree. Who do you think is going to? Uh, who do you think is going to race there next year? Who's going to be on that team? If I had to guess, I think that Aldridge will end up there. Uh, amateur kid. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, Cinturillo. Yeah. Um. And then, I mean, does Baggett go back? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I really don't think and so. And Hill, we think we think Hill is signed with KTM. Yep. So Martin is gone to Rockstar Husky. 
Yeah, I could see I could see them trying to steal like a Jesse Nelson. I don't know if Nelson signed again. No, he's yeah, no, he signed again. According to he signed, yeah, yeah it's, so. it's tough. Um, okay. I don't know the uh, the answer to that. Uh, looking Which in the, interesting. Yeah, looking in the chat room, uh, there's an Fu Mathis and there's a Mathis sucks, but uh, oh, suck at Mathis also. But the uh, there's a guy in there saying Paul Telly. Uh, I don't I don't necessarily see that happening. Um, I like Austin a lot. I don't. I oh, haven't heard that, or I, I don't know anything about that. You're on the Austin Potelli bandwagon. You started it. Yeah, I like the kid. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's really good. I just. I haven't, or don't see right. Mitch signing him. But I. I would hope he does. That'd be awesome. Uh, give me your top three for this weekend in both classes, for uh, for Washugal. <sighs> top three. I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to say Tomac for the win again. Mm-hmm. Um, second, I'm going to go with, I'm going to take Roxon just because the temps will be down, but man, he's scaring me with these second motos lately. <laughs> and then, uh, well, Dunch three, for third. It's really been three straight I think, motos. I think Roxon will have a really strong first moto. Yep. And that'll, that'll give him the, the edge over Dungey overall. We covered this with um, Wygan a little bit, but if he, we got to keep an eye on this, right? The second half thing. With Kenny. Oh, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah. I mean, this is the, the storyline of the 450 class going down the stretch. Uh, you know, Tomac's obviously jumped into the the, the storyline as well, but yeah. Roxon's second motor struggles are really the only thing uh, that that's really left to debate in this whole championship. You know, mm-hmm. if, if he figures that out, I mean, you might as well hand him the trophy now. Yeah. Okay, and uh, overall in um, uh, 250s? 250. I'm going to take Jason Anderson for the win. And really? I don't know about an overall. He, he just seems to struggle with holding it together mm-hmm. with starts and everything for two motos. I'm going to take Marvin. I'm going to take Marvin for the win. Uh, I think Anderson will win a moto. Um, second overall will go to Martin. Third overall will go to Anderson. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yep. Don't like Baggett to get in there? Another, another. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I just there's only three spots, yeah, and I'm yeah. trying to right. trying to go out on a limb a little bit. It's so easy to just say Martin Baggett, yeah, whoever. You know, it's just. I think I think Baggett redeems there's himself. There's no fun in that. I think Baggett redeems himself this weekend. Pulls out a win, makes things interesting going to the, going to the end. Yeah, I do too. I mean, that's the easy pick. It's yeah. you know he's so good and always been up there. I was just trying to trying to think outside the box a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you know back to what we were talking about with the the start and being really tough to pass. I think that could bite him. You know, the cooler temperatures, you won't be able to wear anybody down. So we'll see. All right. Hey, Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. Thank you, Jason Thomas, for your insight as usual. You're wrong about the no best worries. track. It's Millville. The best track is Millville. But we'll still let you come on. And thanks for the thanks to Fly Racing for giving away that kinetic helmet, the canard replica, going to Josh. So fantastic. That's what we do. Thanks, buddy. All right, see you. I see you. And that is a wrap on another edition of the Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by NFAB flyracing.com n-fab.com lots of calls thanks for doing this we're off next week because there's no race so we're not back next week we'll be back the week after for Unadilla with another Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB Tits thanks for your uh, contributions no problem appreciate it appreciate all you guys listen to us tune in listen laugh and learn see you in a couple weeks